Hello and welcome back to Campaign Crusades. I am Alec J. Wolf. I am your Dungeon Master. I am here as per usual with my Crusaders. We've got Joe Thomas. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Andrew Hickman. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you Who doing? Who is laughing? What happened? <laughs> Jake Baker. What's up? Morgan LeFay. Hey guys, what's up? Barra Coppoletta. Emily Kreider. Hey. Ryan Thomas. Beans. That is me. <laughs> and no one else because I accidentally added inflection to Brian's name. Oh, not again. Anyway, <laughs> we left off last week at the end of Chapter 1, The Legacy of Rhea Burke. We are starting today in Chapter 2, but before we get there, a few things to acknowledge, a little housekeeping. First, you might notice I'm in a different location today. You may call me Andrew from two weeks ago. Hey. But seriously, you might notice different lighting. The lighting's not great. You might hear some sounds. I am somewhere with my family and they are loud people. Uh, please bear with me as I deal with the difficulties of it and just trying to give you the best session possible. Uh, <clears throat> we are going to return with Chapter 2. Chapter 2, as my players are hearing for the first time, is called The Agents of Chaos. <laughs> Sounds like my specialty. <laughs> yes, oh, you no. all will learn in due time that Andrew is our resident agent of chaos and a master and hopefully, at that. Next season, you'll be able to hear me talk. <laughs> if he's lucky. <laughs> you'll hear him talk if he is lucky. <laughs> yeah, not being able to speak is anyway, not a hurdle. <laughs> so we're going to jump back into things. Where we left off last week, uh, after visiting a professor whom Bo and Kai know, they've discovered that the only way to get more information, it seems, on the Pendant of Lunamancy, or rather the Pendant of the Lunamancer, it's his proper name, is to travel to Dark Void, where the only living soul in Dark Void, Dark Void, Alina Grandier, has been for the past 30-something years. The party has decided, because they cannot travel there for two weeks as a result of the, the, the planar cycle, to A, prepare for what they can, and B, for Lola and family, figure out if there's any possible way, because they don't want to have to travel through Dark Void. Uh, it seems dangerous, it seems unsafe, and crazy. <clears throat> so it is, it is a two-week gap between the end of that last session and the start of this session. As we enter Chapter 2, we are going to start now by covering what happened in the last two weeks. So please join us as we return to the race for Riverrun. <laughs> <laughs> So, we return now to Riverin, where at the start of the two weeks, our party is all in the city of Biel, seemingly all lodging in a single two-bedroom apartment that were once the homes of Kai and Bo. The only real beds there are a pull-out catch, catch? A pull-out <laughs> couch, uh, and two uh, full-size beds, one in each bedroom, that made up their specific rooms. Can I ask who's staying in that dorm room and what the sleeping arrangement is for all of you? I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. Are you? Or is anyone staying in a hotel? Or are people sleeping in sleeping bags on the floor? Wait, are this all of us This is up to all of you. Room? You're the players. 
I'm a lemur. I Bob world. Ryan, you go ahead you and, and share How your How do you idea? inhabit world? <laughs> that you messaged us. I think Bo and Kai are still in their rooms. Adira is on the pullout couch. I'm on a sleeping bag, either probably next to Adira. But if she's if she doesn't want that at all, then I might try to just be on the floor somewhere else. If that's I'll the allow case, it. if that's the case, I'm I'm gonna offer Lily uh my bed and just sleep uh, out in the common area. That's so nice. Wow. What about Lola, Ren, and Cook? Are you guys staying in VL for some time? Or are you immediately heading out? Oh. We are immediately heading out. Cool. All right. So we're going to start no. uh, exploring the last two weeks with uh, our resident Echomancer, with our lovely Mr. That's another one of me. <laughs> Kai, what have you been up to over the past two weeks? Um, well, um, Kai, this is, this, um, you know, um, before we started on this quest, Kai was, um, <laughs> you know, taking classes at this academy and staying in the, in this, um, this dorm. And I do want to say really quickly, um, because only Jake really knows this and of course Alec knows this, but... The dorm itself, like all the furniture and everything, none of it really matches. It's just like <laughs> the the table is made from like a wood and then there's like one chair that's like kind of like got more bounce to it and it's like purple and then another chair that's just like white and like totally wooden and like there's like blue sets of blue dishes mixed in with sets of like like white dishes it's just nothing matches um so and being back here has definitely made kai um just a lot happier than i think he's been in a long time um so i think he's definitely throughout these weeks going to just visit some of the places he used to go while he was um staying here and just kind of forget about everything um, bad that's been going on and just try to relive some of his days at the academy. Wonderful. Uh, <clears throat> so as you explore, uh, you sit, relive your time at the house, you explore uh, the apartment, you explore the uh, uh, campus, the stuff around you. Is there anything specific you would like to do? Like anything pertinent to the quest? Um, or anything you would like to, any communications you'd like to have with any members of the group? I don't think Kai has anything he wants to do about the quest. He doesn't really want to think about the quest right now. Um, I do know that um, there's a conversation that Bo and Kai need to have, but I don't know, Jake, if you wanted to wait for your turn or if you wanted to do that now. Um. At least the stuff I have to bring up. I have a couple things I gotta do before then, because I don't know if I'm and gonna bring it up or not. We wait for Bo's turn to bring those up. Awesome. Uh, <clears throat> so let's let us uh, move on to Bo. But before we do so, uh, Kai, you are back in your apartment uh, that looks like an IKEA showroom. Where from first glance it looks like everything matches, but then when you look at each individual section of the showroom, it turns out it doesn't really match all that well. Uh, is there anything specific <laughs> in the house or in the apartment that you would like to 
bring with you at the end of your two weeks? Um... Just my normal supplies. Sounds good. In that case, let's move on to Bo. Bo, you have a lot going on over these two weeks. There's a lot put on your plate. Uh, do you have a preferred order in which you would like to do things? Or, no, is there anything you would like to do, like, right away in the first 48 hours? Yeah, the, the first bit of time I want to go to the, like, kind of, like, main office or records area of the school and talk to... If anyone's there, talk to whoever's running the place, and uh, I'll probably invite Kai to go with me. Um, but yeah, I just want to find out some information. I will go. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so, Bo and Kai, you two travel to the records of the school, and you walk into the uh, registrar's office, uh, where they keep the records, and there is... Uh, clearly someone who was a student Stop. at the school and not currently a student, sitting, wearing, like, just a normal t-shirt. It's, it's a university, so nobody wears, like, shirt and tie to this type of job. Sitting, like, jean shorts and a t-shirt, uh, at the desk and looks up at you and goes, Hi, how can I help you? Uh, hey, uh, I was just wondering, are there any public student records here that are available? I was a student here until the school shut down. Um, we can give you your private records. We do have a few public records. Um, not anything pertaining to a specific student, more so student organizations or uh, student uh, student cla classes students were in where students might be referenced. Uh, Is there something specific you're looking for? Yeah, I was trying to just... I had a couple old friends that I was trying to reconnect with. Uh, there's... Rhea Burke and, um, Alina, how do you spell it, or how do you pronounce it, uh, Alina Grandier, oh, yeah, I was just trying Excuse to me. get some information on them to see if I can find out where they're at, or just find anything. Uh, certainly, I cannot give you any private records. But I can try to find any public records with her names. Just give me a second. She has a uh, scrying tablet on, her, a tablet on her desk. For those of you at home, that is uh, equivalent to a computer. She inputs a few uh, words. And she goes, right, I do have one thing. Uh, let me go find it for you. <clears throat> and she goes to the back and comes back about a minute later with a school newspaper. Dated about... Ugh, math. Uh, dated number of years ago that they went to school. Uh, I think it's like 35, maybe? Mm, that sounds about right. Like 35 years ago. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> the headline is, uh, the headline is school, uh, school competitive Mansi team wins championship. Competitive Mansi is not something that existed when you guys went to school. It was deemed too dangerous and uh, taken out of commission. And you see that the school Nancy team was Rhea, Alina, and these two boys who are, don't seem really relevant to you at all. All right. Um... Actually, no. You do see one boy who's relevant. Uh, and this one boy who is relevant, you recognize to be Mads, uh, your friend Mads, his older brother. Uh, but... Okay. 
you know his older brother, and you know that his older brother would not have useful information. His older brother is a quant is a you know uh, from talking to him on multiple occasions, his older brother is a pathological liar. So okay. you won't have any idea what's true and what's not. Okay. All right. Um, is is nice. this like a physical newspaper or is this on her scrying tablet? It's a physical newspaper. Uh, it is the Larkstone Academy Times. Um, can I just uh, look at that for a few minutes? Certainly. It's public knowledge. All right. I'll, I'll take it and go over to Kai and just read through it, see if there's anything interesting in there. You, you two can make an investigation check for me. Oh my gosh. Ah, that was almost a nat 20. Uh, investigation. Um, 11. I also got an 11. Oh, we're cool. so good. <clears throat> so you read through it. The gist of the article is that they were a school Mancy team. They went to Dahlia where they competed against the old Dahlia University. Consistency, uh, if nothing else. They won the championship. Turns out Rhea uh, and Alina were very gifted at Lunamancy and Planamancy, respectfully. Um, in fact, apparently, uh, Alina skipped her second semester of her first year at the school uh, because she uh, was so gifted in it that they realized that they um, that she could uh, take both she could take all of the courses for the first two semesters in one, in her first semester and so she became a uh, she became a second year student very early Rhea it seemed only ever had A's except for one uh, except for it says one uh practical mistake she made it seems she's always was an a student and it's about the gist of what you see on the paper all right it you also can tell from the image it looks like they <laughs> I were best friends well guy that was useless i was hoping to find something a little more here but i guess we'll have to keep searching and uh I give the newspaper back. The woman goes, thank you. Is there anything else I can help you with? Uh, no, thanks. That's all I need. All right, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Cool, and as you leave, she goes back to her work. What else is Bo doing? Have a magical um, day. Over the course of the two weeks. Right, all right. So probably the next thing he's going to be doing is going to the... Omnishop. And I know um, you had talked to Adira about going with you. Yeah, I'm going to invite her to go along. But before cool. before we start heading there, before we start heading there, I'm going to tell Adira to um, just start making her way down the hall. And I want to talk to Lily just for a quick second. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'll head down the hall. Making my way. Um... Lily, uh, can I talk to you for a moment? Sure. Alright. I take out my sapphire shard. It's in my hand, but so it's not visible yet. And I don't take it off my neck, I just hold it in my hand. Um, <clears throat> so you, you said that um, sapphire necklace you have was your mother's, right? Yes. 
Was there any mention who gave it to her? Not that I remember. I think the paper said that she was saving it for my 21st birthday. All right, and I reveal my sapphire necklace. Um, this belonged to someone I care deeply for once. Um, I can't help but these shards found each other for some reason. I think whoever gave your mother that shard has something to do with this. I could be wrong. But, um, yeah, maybe we can find some answers through whoever gave it to you, or gave it to your mom. Yeah, um, the, we saw a, I, I'm confused. <laughs> Why would, uh, I'm just going to keep stammering. <laughs> I don't know why either of these pieces are in pieces, but there's got to be a reason. Maybe we'll find out in Dark Void. Yeah. And anyway, I just wanted to see if there was any mention, but um, I guess I'll head out. Okay. Cool. So uh, you end your conversation, and you go to the Omni Shop with Adira. The two of you make it to the Omni shop. There are Omnimech parts and just Omnimechs in general all over it. It's kind of a mess, but it's also a little organized. And as you walk in, there is an older woman. Uh, seems like she spent the majority of her years smoking, uh, standing behind the counter, um, <clears throat> toying with, uh, it seems like the hand mechanism for one for an om for an older model of an Omnimech. And as you come in, she goes, uh, she speaks and she goes, Hi, welcome to the Omni Shop. How can I help you? <laughs> um, I told you she was a smoker. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, hi, I'd like to see if I could know a bit more about this chip I got and I take out the, the Omnimec chip. She uh, grabs it and looks at it for a second and goes, Right, uh, if you give me five minutes, I can pull up a whole log of information on this thing. All right, great, great. <clears throat> and she goes into the back uh, as you guys are in the waiting room. While you're waiting for her, uh, are you either of you planning on having any conversation or no? I, I think I'll ask, where did you even get that chip anyway? Um, well, Kai and I have been kind of looking for answers for a while and to, you know, success and... And getting a bit bored, of found that in a little shop on the way to, well, your house. And I figured I'd pick that up and maybe tinker with it a little bit until we found some answers. Yeah, it was just lying around on a little storefront. Gotcha. So she... So it's more... Oh, so you're continuing? Sorry. I was going to say, so it's not necessarily something to do with the tower just something for you pretty much yeah maybe it'll have some answers but not. it's just a side project so she comes to the back with the chip and puts it in front of you and goes well 
This is the oldest model of protocol chip I have ever seen. I have never seen anything like it. I think this might even be a prototype chip from one of the first Omnimechs. It is old. It's it's literally a version 001. Version 001 is the model Omnimech. It seems like this Omnimech was not programmed to be a caretaker or a nurse or a factory worker or anything. It seems like this was a general protocol Omnimech. In fact, there was protocol in terms of an... Uh, and this Omnimech was already given a uh, name and everything. The name that it seemed was, pro was programmed into this chip was Lou. L-O-O Lou. No idea why an Omnimech this old would have a name protocol. Usually the Omnimechs didn't have protocols until version 105s. But it does. So hope that was helpful. Uh, it seems like this mech was programmed to be a general assistant bot. It had several generic functions. Uh, hold carry, lift, drive, which no Omnimech in the 001 could drive. So this is really remarkable that you found this. Alright, uh, thanks. Um, are there any tools I could purchase from your store to maybe work on this? Yeah, look around. We have a, if you're looking for a generic uh, Omnimech upkeep and repair tools, we got a whole section over there. They're $50 for the package. Uh, yeah, why not? I'll go grab them and pay for those. Right, and she goes, all right, 50 gold. And I realized the first time I said dollars, that is not correct. Dollars. <laughs> she goes, all right, 50 gold, and you pay, and she gives you the package. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. I'm gonna walk outside, uh, unless, Adira, you need anything. No, this stuff doesn't interest me <laughs> that much. I'm good to go. Right, alright. And, well, um... Head out of the Omnimix shop. Yeah, as we're walking, um, I'm just gonna say to Adira, um... Hey, um, Adira, how old are you? <clears throat> I'm 13. You know, I, I understand why you disobeyed your mother the other day, and decided to come on this little expedition with us. I do. You're young, and I don't blame you for wanting to come. You know, there was one time that I was told I couldn't leave my living space. But I didn't listen, just as you did. And, well, I wouldn't be here today where I am if I had listened. It's not much to look at, but at least now I have a chance to, you know, help the people of Riverin. Maybe get that tower fixed. Sometime... How old were you when you were told to stay? Uh, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. But what I want to say is that there's going to be a point that you're going to have to make decisions for yourself. Some rather difficult ones. The world's a dangerous place, as I'm sure your feathery friend knows. But while you're young, you should enjoy it. Hold on. My feathery friend? We all saw you shift. Well, no, I know you saw. It's still me. It's not like an altar. Yeah. I, yeah. I am that feathery friend. 
All the same. What I want to say is that while you're young, you should enjoy it. And to be honest, I think your mother knows more than you give her credit for. And I'd be careful to learn as much as you can from her before she's gone. She's not my mom. Oof! Oh. Sorry, what was that? She's not my mom. She's my sister. Ah! Rhea's my mom. And I'm the reason <laughs> Rhea's gone. I see. Uh, I imagine at this point, Bo stopped walking. Um, kind of sits down on one knee and looks up at Adira. Uh... Well, I guess that's why you looked a bit glum on the steamliner the other day then. Uh, I apologize for not coming and talking to you sooner. I saw Coco and Ren consoling you for whatever was going on. No, those two are a bit much for me, but <laughs> the three of you seem to have a good connection. I'm sorry <laughs> for oh, yeah. their BFFs. <laughs> The two of them did what they could, you know. Coco can only do so much as a lemur, and Ren, I think, gave me a pat on the shoulder. Top notch. was enough, I guess. I hear what you say about enjoying being young, but it's hard to enjoy anything when you know you're the reason things have gone so wrong I, I wouldn't say that um, you you had no choice in any of that matter that is the exact definition of not your fault you can't have done anything to stop that Seems like things would be a lot easier if Rhea was here. Lily would have her mom and you and Kai would have your answers. And instead, you have me and I just make trouble. You know, to get things done sometimes, you gotta make some trouble. There are things in this world, you know, I've met all kinds of people, people from Riverend, people beyond, those that are honorable and those a bit more dishonorable. There's all kinds of people in the world. You just haven't found where you're situated and all that yet, but soon enough you will. What do I do about Lily? Kill her. I don't know <laughs> if she's my mom or my sister or, or both or I don't know how to talk to her without just feeling so guilty. In our home, 
she got fired and I know she'd never admit it, but I know it's because of me. She lost her friends because of me. She has no life because of me. And I feel like she would have just been better off if I wasn't. Damn. No, no, I, I'd counteract that last point. Uh, you say she has no life because of you. Those, those friends and that job, they obviously weren't meant to be if they're not around. But uh, I'm not a parent, <laughs> and I never will be. But um, she, I can tell she cares for you, and you say that uh, she has no life. I'd say you're her life, so Aww. just that's sweet. Yeah, there's some difficulties ahead, but you'll work through them. Family is always number one. And I'm going to uh, say that the conversation kind of ends there uh, on the basis of we're not meant to be spending all of our time on the two-week recap, and I want to get to Lily and um, Lola and family. Bo, is there anything else that we can just summarize that you do over the course of the... Yeah. Um, I, I just want to mention one thing at the end of this conversation. Uh, so I need to talk to Kai about something. Um, I'm not sure when I'll be talking to him, but with all of you gone through, I'd say you're deserving of knowing one more secret, so you're welcome to join us if you, if you like. Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Well, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to try to be quick to talk with Kai now. <laughs> I want to make sure we get to everyone else with enough time to go through the full session. <laughs> alright, alright. Uh, yeah. Th this will be like probably a week and a half into it because I was kind of scared shitless. Um, Kai, uh, you mentioned at Lily's house the other week, um, your parents worked hard to get you in the school, right? Yes. You don't talk about them much. Do they live in Riverend? Um, I guess. Um, I guess it would make sense to tell you this, and I'll try to make it quick. There's a reason that I freak out every time we go on one of those monster freaking steam liners. Um, you know, oh. I I saw Lola um, oh, no. being such a wonderfully kind soul and taking care of Lily when she was upset. And obviously, I could do nothing. I'm not good at that stuff, but I I used to have something like that. Um, and the steamliner took that from me. So, uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I wish I could have known. I wouldn't 
I would have done my best to find another option. It's, I mean, um, there's no way around it. Um, well, since you're being so forthcoming, uh, I feel like there's something I gotta tell you. There's a reason why I've never told my told you about myself, at least not beyond the basics. And I I throw my jacket on the chair and yell for Adira to come in if she wants to. Are you yelling? <laughs> well, well. Adira, you're also gonna get Lily hearing Adira. <laughs> no, no, just like a just calling out. Cause I'm assuming she's somewhere else. I will arrive. I'm here. And I, 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 sh- I show Kai the sapphire necklace as well, and I guess Adira. And uh, this belonged to a person I loved. She passed away a while ago, though I don't know when. Never really had the courage to check, which would have been easy enough to do. Probably would have been in every textbook. But she and I did many great things together. Um, there's so, all right, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Um, the, the reason I don't know why or when she passed was because I already had. Wait, I'm, oh. not, I'm not of this world. Well, that's not entirely accurate, but for this instance, I'm not. Excuse me? What? I'm laughing because I knew you were all suspicious. Um, I I don't possess a soul. I am, well, both salvers and soul to be precise. I just have have my mind and I'm in this younger body. So how old are you? He thinks for a moment and uh, maybe reaching 110, 120, around there. Oh, oh my god. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Look, if we do this if we go to dark void even if we travel during the lunar cycle reset thing that happens i i don't know what'll happen to me if i die out here uh, that's something but if i go back to dark void i don't know if i'll be coming back you don't know if you'll be coming back if you are are killed in Dark Void, or you don't know if you'll be coming back, period. Period, if I go to Dark Void at all. I, will, I do want to interject with some information, Bo, that you do know. <clears throat> you cannot be killed in Dark Void, because, and you know this, you are Shadow. Mm. You are no longer a soul, you are Shadow. You belong to Dark Void. You cannot be killed in Dark Void. Yes, coming back from Dark Void might be a challenge. We will cross the bridge when we get there. But uh, you do know if you, because you are Shadow, not a living soul, your body cannot transform if you die 
on the mortal plane, which mm-hmm. means you will fade out of existence and no longer exist. Uh, you know yeah. that uh, you already had your chance to fade out of it or to transform into shadow and travel to Dark Void <clears throat> when you died the first time. Even if I manage to get back to Galia like I did the first time, it may be who knows how long the tower might already be done or you guys might have fixed it by then, but I don't I don't then know. And is it even a good idea for you to go? Uh, if there's answers there and everyone's going, there's not much of an option. I might be the best person to get us around in there, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just gonna need like like a minute and then Kai's just gonna like leave and go for a little walk. Cool. I'm gonna say that this conversation does not resume until a later date. Um Um Uh so we're gonna go ahead to Lily. Are you doing anything specific over the course of these uh, two weeks? Yeah. So the first day, I think as I'm trying to give Adira space, I'm gonna take out some paints and a paintbrush that I brought, and attempt to paint a little bit. Cool. Give me a. Uh, I want you to give me a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, 19. Uh, okay. So, you're painting, and as you're painting, you get this feeling that there's something about these paints. Because you know they were a gift from your mom. And you're painting, you're something about these paints. These were a gift back when your mom was alive. You just never got the chance to really use them. And you paint a very beautiful image on the page, and suddenly it just bursts out at you with a <laughs> full, like, color spray, and you are blinded for, like, a good ten minutes. Uh... You come to the discovery that you own magical paints. Hmm. That's cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will put those away. <laughs> and I think save those for another time. And I'll focus on trying to explore the um, pendant of the Lunamancer. Awesome. <clears throat> so as you're looking up into the Ludomancer, you do discover that there is some powerful magic within it. It seems like this was a uh, it seems like this was a special item that uh, anyone who studied Lunomancy could use uh, that would allow them to help themselves or help their uh, allies. Specifically, the ally who possesses the pendant of the Planomancer. All of that's now long gone, as you know. I just added the pendant of the Lunomancer to your inventory. You can look at it in your inventory if you refresh your page. Awesome. <coughs> and is there anything else you do? Um. No, I'm just giving Adira a lot of space. <laughs> cool. Um... Adira, are, there, are you doing anything else specific during the two weeks? I apologize um, to uh, Morgan, Clara, and Andrew. We are getting to you soon. I'm vibing. 
Uh, I think she is writing. If she can find anywhere that's not largely inhabited, she's probably going to get a little flying in. Uh, just doing a lot of thinking. And I think if she has any exploration time, she's really interested in finding out more about who the Guardian is. Cool. So give me an investigation check. Um, it's an 11. So you get the sense the Guardian was this, like, one-time thing that directly correlated to your mother's birth? Because there is nothing about the Guardian in texts, in the library, in, on, on the, uh, Scrynet. I don't know what to call it. Scrynet. Sure, that's the internet. Um, <laughs> there is, do not abuse that, guys. It is not within theme. Uh, it, like, there is nothing, really, that you can find on the Guardian. It seems like the Guardian was a very specific thing. Uh... Like, this pertains directly to your mother's birth. The only way you'll be able to find out more about this is if... Or your sister's birth, rather. The only way you'll be able to find out more about this is learning more about your mom. Or your newfound mom. Uh, it's a pain. But I tell you right now, out of character, there is a reason why you can't find anything else about the Guardian. <laughs> anyway, are you doing anything else? I think... Um, closer, at least a week goes by, I think, before Adira is going to talk to Lily. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Morgan and friends. <laughs> you just don't I'm want us vibing. to talk. I'm I'm honestly, I'm just vibing, yeah. I'm with Morgan. <laughs> I'm enjoying listening to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of information coming to light. There Honestly, really I is. Did not oh my gosh. Those reveal to be for at least another two weeks. So. Well. Um. Shit. Uh. Okay. Um. I will uh, approach Lily in the apartment, uh, and say, um, "Hi." Hi. Mom. Um. Can I ask you a, a question? Of course. Were you ever... Bless you. ...mad or disappointed that I was... Bless you. Born. Bless you. And you had to take care of me? No. I don't... I can honestly say that... Never. The only times... I ever felt frustrated... Were when... I felt like I couldn't take care of you properly. Or, you know... Getting attacked by... Aware of Raven and then not being able to take you back in time to revert. I can't help but feel like I ruined everything for you. 
whatever life I had before you clearly they were the wrong people they turned my back on me turned their back on me they took Lily and turned her <laughs> they just twist um, and you're like the best thing that's ever happened to me Adira's gonna cry <laughs> and 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 just kind of fall into. I'm the gonna hug life. her. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I think we're gonna cut Lily and Adira <laughs> off there. Lola, welcome into the fray. Lola, Red, and we're Coco. still here. So you all travel out. Is there any specific location <laughs> you guys are traveling mm -hmm. to? Mom, where are we going? Oh shit! Are um, we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> A variety of places. So Lola is traveling wherever's nearest. We're immediately leaving the city, heading somewhere else. Uh, we are traveling all over wherever we can find places of learning, libraries, universities, anything like that to find. All right. I am stealing things everywhere What's we my go. History? <laughs> Cool. So you know that the uh, <clears throat> largest library in all of Riverin is the Dahlia City Library on the very edge of Dahlia. Uh, it's a vast library. So many books from around the world. It houses the new, the largest collection of text on the new arcane arts uh, with over a million books on the subjects. You do know that there is a good selection mm -hmm. of free scrolls for students to copy into their spell books, which you do know uh, Red would have a field day with. There is also, uh, because it has a lot of text on the new arcane arts, there are also a lot of text on the directly correlated subject of the Four Planes, including several books on Dark Void alone. Perfect. That's where we're heading. <clears throat> so you guys head out on the Steamliner, and you make it to Dahlia in a day and a half. Uh, and that next day, you are already researching books in the library. Before we jump into your research, Ren, can you make, uh, can you make an investigation oh, check for me? Why the fly on earth? Okay, no, I do have a D20. Investigation. Ooh. Math. Uh, a 21. Cool. So as you're looking through all of the spells in front of you, you don't see anything that's like obviously, over obviously, um, <clears throat> you don't see anything that's like obviously new to you at first. Um, there's a lot of stuff that, there is a lot of stuff that is already in your spell book or you've seen it before and you're like, I don't like that spell. That seems a little too <laughs> for me. You do, however, you do, however, find mm -hmm. a few spells. Give me a second. I am trying to. Yeah. You find a few spells that are pretty high oh. levels for you, and you've never tried them before. Um, I, gonna be honest, I have Let's to make sure. Yeah. You, <clears throat> you find two spells that you've never heard of before that. Or maybe you've heard of them, but you've never heard more about them before that you find interesting enough that you're copying it down into your spellbook. 
Uh, these two spells that you find are, uh, you find uh, uh, yes, Hunt, which is a third level spell, and <laughs> you also find uh, what am I going to give you? I want to give you something good that you can really give have to do with. Chaotic. Oh no. You also find chaos. Um. <laughs> I'm going to give you, you also find... I'm a worried mother right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I am not going to give you fire. <gasps> no. You... I, I'd be okay with a, with a cantrip. I can cause <laughs> a lot of chaos with a cantrip. We don't have enough fire problems. If a city has not burned down, we do not have enough fire problems. You also problems find right. stinking no. cloud. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, stinking. And because you Uh-oh. got a 21, because you got a 21, you actually, I don't think, can learn another cantrip at the moment. Oh, you can learn it in your spellbook. Yeah. You just can't have prepared them all. I'm also going to say that you find a cantrip. You find, uh, you find, let's, cl- let's give you... You find gust. Nice. Okay. Love gust. Thanks for <clears> my favorite well, spells. You find all that in this section of the library. This is a very progressive city. This is a modern city. If I had to compare it to a real world city, it would be New York City. Nobody here has a problem with Coco. <laughs> good. The library. Jesus. As long as Coco, as long as Coco doesn't please, destroy anything, please. you're good. We're, we're gonna cut over now to Lola, who is halfway across the library with, like, <laughs> seven different books on Dark Void, and then, like, four different books on planar travel, and then, like, three different books on the history of the planes, all this stuff, all in front of her. Lola, make ooh, an ooh, investigation I've got seven to investigation. Say! I a 17, so I got a 24. <laughs> awesome! So on a 24, you immediately uh, discover some very pertinent information that... I'm going to leave it completely up to you whether or not it relaxes or not. The first thing you research is planar travel and the planar reset because you know planar travel is dangerous. You heard it. Planar reset, the whole thing. You find an overwhelming number of texts that tell you that, yes, planar travel is dangerous. It is especially dangerous if you are traveling to Hellion or to Mm -hmm. Celestine uh, when uh, when it's not the planar reset. That being said, every plane has its own planar reset cycle. And Dark Voids is the lunar cycle. It's the new moon. So the, in the 48 hours following a new moon, it is almost perfectly safe to travel to Dark Void. The only exception is some people might come out of it feeling a little lethargic, but there's no long-term damage. It is very safe to travel as long as you travel during the planar reset. It's dangerous if you don't travel during the planar reset, but you have a good like 48-hour window where okay. it's very safe. The second thing you look at is you look at uh, texts on the plane, specifically Dark Void. You discover that there is indeed a plane where it is very dangerous to travel through that plane because there are a lot of wild beasts and demons, and that is Hellion. That being said, Dark Void is a Dark Void is a very neutral plane. The only entities that exist there are the King of Shadows, who looks over the plane with a neutral eye and uh, regulates the uh, shadows that exist there, and the shadows themselves, who are the souls of all who have passed. And only the best souls make it to the city of nowhere, where the greatest souls live out their uh, euphoric uh, death. Whereas most souls lose their memory and lose their sense of self and wander in the great fields of Dark Void for all of eternity. Um, Souls are not 
violent. They are incorporeal beings. Um, the great fields are just mi mindless wandering shadows. Unless you actively try to get yourself killed by the King of Shadows, you really are not going to find yourself getting hurt in Dark Void. Uh, the only plane other than Hellion where you could possibly get hurt is if you just uh, cross the wrong uh, elemental in the plane of Elementa, which is the plane of non-living magic, whereas Dark Void is a plane of life and death magic. You learn all of this in your research. Uh, you don't seem anywhere to find any other ways to contact mm -hmm. Alina, Grandir, but the evidence is becoming more and more in favor of the fact that you actually, unless you guys do something really stupid, you will actually have a safe trip as long as you travel during the planar reset in those 48 hours. I would not put it past us to do something stupid, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say that this this plan is almost entirely you guys proof. Uh, is it Andrew proof? The King of Shadows <laughs> that's, that's the hang-up. Because that's the there's the rub. There's the rub. Because the plane the King of Shadows is not easily triggered. He is a neutral entity. Leave oh, it to no. me. <laughs> okay. So I'm as as how's Lola, Lola feeling? I would say I am feeling significantly better than before, knowing that this is not just some chaotic whirlwind that we're going into, that it's Somewhere that, for the most part, we can get in and out unscathed. Awesome. Coco, what are you doing during all of this? Um, I'm specifically looking for a dictionary to steal. Um, if there's any patrons in there, I want to take the equivalent of their wallets. Um, random pens and paper. Um, if there's, like, a little fez anywhere, like, I want that. Um... Just, you know, a little, little grocery list that I'm looking for in the library. <laughs> cool. Um, Lily, not Lily, Lola and Ren, do you do any, before we get to that, do you do anything? So over the, the, rest, of the, the time, rest of the time, once we have that information, we're going to start heading back, but I'm going to give Ren a bit of an allowance to, um, to get the spell components, maybe any, any spells, um, Things like that. And I'm going to be looking for work along the way to make sure I can still feed my kids. Awesome. Um, Ren, I will allow you to purchase one more second or third level spell with that allowance uh, over the course of these two weeks. You, can, Clara, you can choose what it is and add it to your, um, add okay. it to your spell. Okay, uh, do I need any um, of... My do I need to buy any spell components? I'll say you also buy the components you need okay. for any new spells. Um, cool. So we're gonna skip to the end of the two weeks. You're all back together, and you travel to Dahlia. Before we resolve this, there's three things I need to resolve. First, yeah, I need, what did uh, I steal? I need a sleight of hand check and oh, then a no. stealth check from Coco. <laughs> all right. And then you're gonna have to write some stuff. I'm down. so sorry. You said what level spell? I. <laughs> In one year, out the other. Got Second it, or third. I just gave you several sec uh, third level spells, so if you'd like to have more level spells, just because you a little more spell fun, we'll want to consider that too. First, your sleight of hand check. That's a 21. And now your stealth check. 23. 
Okay, are you ready to write yes. stuff down? Are you ready to write stuff down? Oh, Coco fell off my shoulder. Um. Oh, no, no. Yes. So everyone, would you like to meet Andrew's no. new character? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you ready? Uh -huh. You walk away with seven wallets, each one with a variety of just like business cards and IDs. You walk away with 256 uh, uh. gold. <gasps> okay. You managed to steal a uh, baseball cap for the uh, for the um, Light City Rangers, one of Dahlia's uh, teams. Uh, specifically, the team owned action. Specifically, you find out yeah. it's Lola's favorite team. Uh, at some point, one of the Mage Ball teams, one of the Mage Ball teams in the city. You walk away with a uh, tie. Somehow you wind up across, come across like a necktie that has just like blue and white stripes on it. <laughs> you also find a cute little bird plushie. Uh, you don't realize this at the time, but it's actually a raven. Um, and and after about four days, Coco has this uh, limited lemur knowledge realization that it looks like Adira. Uh, <laughs> And you also find uh, several sheets of paper that I wind up going, except for a few of them that you probably stick in your diaper, wind up going to, uh, wind up going to Ren to become more pages of her spell of his spell book. Pages um, of a book. And the last, yeah, the last thing you find <laughs> is a large brass key, but you have no idea what it unlocks. I have two keys now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what they go to, but I have two that, of them. That is uh, everything you find over the course of the uh, two weeks of stealing. Out of game, mom. We have yeah, our um, money problems is, are solved. Does In mom, game, does you mom have no fucking money? idea. <laughs> Am I gonna hold on to that? Okay, mom. Make an insight What's my check. insight? Make I only insight have a plus mom. two to insight. How do I not have more? I need a deception. I need deception from Coco. <clears throat> Okay. How charismatic can a lemur be? Probably more charismatic than I am insightful. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Unless you want to use my, my passive investigation for some reason. <laughs> my passives are... I got a dirty 20. But just my so passives you know. are higher than what I rolled, so... Oh, oh. Well, here's the thing. Are you actively looking for things that Coco stole? Or do you read? Um, I mean, that after Coco traveling with Coco for the amount of time and knowing Coco, I think I keep an eye out, but not like a, a lot because I know she. If you think you're keeping an eye out, then I'm gonna say. Well, I got a nine, so. You have no idea, Coco. Are you revealing any of this to your mom, the money, or anything? Two mm, time. In due time. What's a, a lever gonna do <laughs> with money? Um, the last thing I need is I need Emily and Jake to both roll oh, no. Oh, no. a D100 and then divide oh, the roll uh -oh. you get by five. Oh. Six. Roll divided by six. You might have to use calculators. Divided by six. Oof. Couple later. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, 53 divided by 6 is roughly 9. And what did Will get? 12. 
Cool. Let me do one more thing. So over the course of those two weeks, Adira, you have three mornings where you wake up with the crazy surges of magic. Uh, Bo, you have four. <clears throat> they are all, all resolved right. <clears throat> quickly enough, but you all <clears throat> have to deal with those over the course of those two weeks. I'm right there. Awesome. <laughs> have, do the I notice that, that, that Bo has magic explosions like I do? I'm going to say it's inevitable that you do notice it. You lied to me. I thought that fire was me. <laughs> I felt so bad. Wait, roll Technically, a, I roll didn't a history lie. check. Roll a history check to see if you can tell that that fire was actually Bo, or it or uh or it was just coincidental okay. that you caused it in Bo's room. Yeah, it's not that I lied. You Ooh. just automatically it assumed it was you. Yeah, I, I never said anything. I uh, never said it, it wasn't. It was an 18 history check. You do Shoot. get the feeling that <laughs> it was Bo, but at the same time, you also remember that you did immediately take the blame for it. You didn't let <laughs> Bo be like, it wasn't me, or anything. So, it's kind of your oh, fault that you lied to you to about know it. anyone else has chaotic magic. <laughs> All the disasters that happen around here are caused by me, I could only assume. <laughs> anyway, so... It is now uh, two weeks later. You are all on the evening of, I believe this is the 17th of K-Forest, unless I am wrong about the date I have given. Um, it is about two weeks' time later. Granted, there aren't actual weeks in Galia. It's just 28 days per month. Um, but it is uh, about two weeks later. I have it somewhere. It is the 20th of Kephoris, the 20th. Uh, it is the evening of the new moon. There is no moon tonight. You know the next day in the morning you are all going to be heading out to try to find a solution because you have about, from this point, 30, uh, from the next morning, about 36 to 48, uh, 36 hours max to find a solution. Shouldn't be that hard. You're already in Dahlia. Uh, the, the life and death magic, the dark void magic is pretty strong. It is that evening. Everyone is in bed. Everyone's asleep. <clears throat> in your um in your hotel you are all staying in you are all staying in a small lodge uh if i could find my mouse so i can click on my page of information you are all staying in a small lodge near the steamliner uh uh station uh it is called um if i can find it it's called the pascar it's called the pastor lodge uh if anybody watching is Jewish and you want a pronunciation, think Paschal Lamb from Passover. It is Pastor instead of Paschal. Uh, the Pasker Lodge. Um, <coughs> it is um, it is a small family-owned inn near Great Axle Station, the main steamliner station you all arrived in. The only person who's awake at this time, for some reason you have trouble sleeping, Adira, I need you to give me an, uh, a perception check with advantage. Because you're nothing cool. better to do than look out the window. Uh, 19. You are looking out the window and you see the street's very dark. You're at a section of the city that doesn't stay up all night like the middle of the city does. Uh, but you see, look, as you're looking out the window, a woman seems to step out from the hotel entrance. Everyone else is asleep. This woman is tall, beautiful, blonde hair wearing a blue dress, 
she seems to turn around and look straight up at you in the window and acknowledge you and then turn around and walk down the street. Follow her. Follow her. Um, Lily's asleep, right? Yes. Give me an insight check. A 16. Seems like this woman wants you to follow, but this is a private matter between you and this woman. Okay, I'm going to attempt to sneak out of our room. Cool, make a uh, stealth check. With advantage, because Lily is fast asleep. I'm out. <laughs> Lily's snoring. Head empty, no thought. Uh, that's a dirty 20 stealth. Hey. You make it all the way out of the hotel with no one catching you. It's perfectly safe. Um, and you the adrenaline is pumping. Make it out. You follow down the block where you saw her travel, and as you turn the corner, there is a very small park. It is like maybe a block uh, total. And there is a small field in the middle of the park, and sitting on a bench is this woman seemingly waiting for you. And as you walk uh, towards this woman, friends at home, would you like a, the biggest plot twist of the game? Excuse me. What? Do you want to hear? Do you want to? Do you want the biggest plot twist? We're friends at home. home. Yes. Are we friends at home. What do you? What? what? We're oh, friends at home. Wait, yes. <laughs> yes. You. Oh my god. Players. It's, it's, I don't know. Ray Burke's not dead. Ray Burke's not dead. That's I'm calling it. That's my guess. Probably. Oh, I got it. Ah. No. <laughs> what? If you keep talking, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Andrew, would you like to introduce your character? Yeah. Who? Your child. What? Come and sit with me. Wait, what? What the? What? Um, I am a tall, blonde-haired <sighs> woman in a blue dress with a um, lime green handbag. I will, uh, oh my god, I, I will go and sit next to this woman, and I'm going to ask, you aren't the guardian, are you? Who? Never mind, who are you? And as you're now sitting closer to her, you can see that her eyes are an ember color, and Coco's Stop! eyes, unlike- no! Regular lemurs are an ember Shut the color. Up. Stop! Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Seeing as I'm limited, I figured that you would be the best one to talk to. And I know this sounds very strange and from what I can gather from Coco's memory, you've been through a lot over these past few weeks. And, sweetie, I don't want to put any more on you, but it seems that Coco trusts you more than you could ever know. Um, we've been traveling with Ren and Lola for over three years now, and she's never brought them to me. So things must be getting serious. Um... What is the state of the tower, exactly? 
Are you asking me or Adira? Adira. No. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm still wildly confused. You're connected to Coco how? Um, a long time ago. I, I don't exactly know how long ago because, well, every new moon, it seems, I'm able to revert back to my original state. But every other day of the month, I'm in my Coco form. Um, she doesn't retain any of my memories whatsoever, but... I do retain a few of hers that she deems are worthy for me to receive. So, it seems like you have a lot to deal with those memories for this time. Um, usually it's just random stuff that her and Ren have blown up, or, you know, she finds something shiny. But she really likes you, and I think when she saw your were-raven form, she connected that you and I were similar. And that we both can go back and forth. I was cursed a very so you, long time ago. You are Coco? I am Coco, yes. As Ren. As <laughs> can we just take a pause for a second to acknowledge <laughs> Joe dying over here? <laughs> It's so hard oh, to keep it what together. Is this session? I want to. I would like to acknowledge the fact that, given that I helped create these characters with my players about what is it four months ago at this point, Andrew and I have been sitting on this little tidbit of information for almost half a year. Gosh, dang it! Yeah, I hate y'all. Just a little yeah. thing. <sighs> um. Y'all can now meet the next character in our campaign. What's her name? So, do you go by Coco, or do you have a different name? You can call me Sapphire. Um, Sapphire? Yes. Um, and I do believe that there is a way to break my curse... And I've tried for years. I don't even know how long it's been. My assistant droid was helping me. He was a wonderful Omnimech. His name was... I haven't spoken in so long. A little tear like starts to come to her eye. Um, his name was Lou. He, wow. um, he helped me out for so many years. But I, he... Didn't come back one night, and I don't really know what happened to him. So, um, but I do know, or at least I've put together enough that my curse has come from my necklace that has been broken, but I don't know entirely where. I was going to ask, pieces. your name is Sapphire. There oh. are these, well, we found one first. A sapphire amulet that my mother, my, oh god, my mother gave to my sister, who's my mom. Um, and then, our, uh, Ro, this guy has one, but it's supposed to, I've heard, Ren found out that the it's three sapphires. Three, and I pull out the third one. <gasps> oh my god. Um, this has been sitting in Coco's diaper this whole time. <laughs> it really has. <laughs> um, I, you have the other two. 
Yes. <sighs> She's like literally bawling now. Um, what, okay. what do we need to do? Put them together? I, that's just it. I, I've been trying to research this for years. And I have no idea. I mean, I'm guessing that it has something to do with... Um, I need a <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm not focusing on the chat. <laughs> it keeps like popping up. Um, we have a chat for the players while this is all going on. <laughs> From what I've gathered, it needs to be assembled with my greatest legacy, and I believe that might be the tower, but I don't know. What do you have to do with the tower? I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm only on, or not on, but I'm aware of my existence for about six hours every month. Um, so I have very limited time. What what time is it now? At this yeah. point, it is about the middle of the night, like the center of the night. You have maybe four hours before you are Coco once again. Well, judging by the lovely moon... I have maybe four hours left. Um, it, you have no idea how long it took me to try and get your attention. Um, seeing as I haven't actually talked to people in a long time. Um, can I trust you with this? Yeah. Is this I something... Because I fear that if the tower shuts down... And I'm not brought back. I'll either be stuck as Coco forever, or I won't come back at all. Is this something you want me to keep to myself? For the time being, um, I don't want to... <laughs> Jake, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> I don't, don't know about this, Jake. Stay out of I it. Don't... I don't want to scare the rest of the party seeing as you all know me as Coco and just to be completely honest with you whatever Coco steals I don't that's not me that is completely <laughs> her if um, you don't mind me asking how did you get turned into a lemur um I made a god very angry <laughs> Gods are the worst. They, <laughs> they really are. You <laughs> want to be beautiful forever, lives. and then they screw you over. I swear. My mom, my my Lily thinks there's like a god of selflessness. I call bullshit. I don't believe it for a second. As much as I would love to continue this conversation, I really need to go and get some other things in order. Seeing as I have very limited time, it was so wonderful to meet you. What is your you name? Well. Um, the only, I guess, translation I can come up with in my head is best friend. Uh, uh, my name is Adira. Does your Adira, Adira start crying? Uh, her eyes definitely well up with tears. I pull out a little notebook and I write down Adira. No. Um, There's like a heart next then, to it. Yeah. Um, I'm, and then I'm like ruffling through my bag. Oh, um, there's definitely some more things in here than um, I put in here last time. 
but that is for another time. And I bid you adieu. Oh, but, yeah. And I cast invisibility on myself. And <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, Coco's human form is a magic user. So, Bo is uh, dead. Coco is a person. What the f- and that is where we are going to take our break. No! I didn't we will we see you again soon. Hey y'all, Andrew here. This week's non-sponsored shout-out goes to Google Drive because if it wasn't for Google Drive, Campaign Crusades would have a heck of a time getting everything done. We use it uh, to upload all of our videos so that our wonderful editing team can put them all together. Um, we share documents with each other all the time. It's honestly one of the best things that we use so that all eight of us can have access to whatever we need since we're all across the country. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Welcome back from our break. A lot has been revealed so far. More than the DM was expecting, but not too much that the DM has to completely derail the campaign, which I will admit has happened once or twice with these people, not that they know it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> there have been moments where players have made decisions and I've gone, I am going to write you a new half to the campaign. Uh, but this is not one of those moments. Uh, fortunately, you all wake up the next morning um, in your respective rooms. <sighs> Lola, you see uh, Ren sleeping soundly on a bed with Coco tucked in Ren's uh, shoulder like area. Um, Adira's still fast asleep when Lily um, wakes up. You all wake up, Adira and Bo. I need you to make uh, D twenty rolls for me. Eleven. Sixteen. Neither of you have magical <laughs> surges. In the Woo! What is the first thing y'all are doing today? It is the it is now the twentieth. Uh, it is now the twenty first of K Forest. You have about thirty six hours until the end of the planner <laughs> reset. You guys are smart. You should be able to get in uh, during the planar reset. No problem. I hand my mom a handful of gold coins. Of gold coins? How many? Five. Five. I just rolled a B20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where? Coco, honey, where did you... As a oh, treat. Uh, um... This Thank is, you, This honey. is Lola's allowance. Yeah. <laughs> Coco is the true lord of the family. <laughs> Coco is the breadwinner. Yeah. <laughs> Picking all... pockets and dishing out the dough. Are we all like meeting up somewhere to discuss plans? <laughs> Aren't we all sleeping in the same apartment? Well, you're all in Dahlia now. You're sleeping in the same hotel. But you guys, this time around, we're able to get three rooms right next to each other. Um, None of them have interconnecting doors, though. That was more money. I guess um, I want to um, talk to Bo for a little bit while I guess like we're like making our beds or something. I definitely have some things. You're in a hotel. You don't even make your bed. Well, Kai's going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, um, I definitely wanted to say some things. Um, I will say a brief reminder to everyone. It is now two weeks later. What that means is the dynamics and relationships between some of your characters might be different. Remember that as we go forward. Back to you, Kai. 
Okay. And you only found um, out about my secret like a day ago, so. Yeah. Um. Um. So. Um. Obviously, I kind of um, you know, stormed off the other day, and <laughs> while you were, you know, you told me that secret, and it's it's not every day that you know you learn that your friend is dead and actually a hundred years old. Um, but I mean, you are the best friend that that I've ever had. Um, and you know, we'll 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 get through this. Um. You know, I'll I'll follow you anywhere, um, you know, through thick and thin, through life and death, I guess. Um, so yeah, we'll we're gonna get to Dark Void together, and we're gonna get out of Dark Void together. I put a hand on casually. I appreciate you, Kai. Well, we'll we'll get to that last part when I, when when we get there. We'll, we'll find a way. There's, there's got to be a way. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Awesome. So you guys all wind up convening in the lobby. Uh, Bo, I need you to give me a... I did not write what kind of check this is on my... Uh... <clears throat> I wrote the DCs. But in my notes, I did not write what kind of check this is. I'm going to call this an Arcana check, though. That's, um, 18. So, okay, on an 18, you can sense where the Dark Void magic, the Life and Death magic, is coming from in the city. You were all told this city has the strongest senses of it. Given the fact that you are, in fact, now I can say this out loud, you are, in fact, dead. You are Shadow. You can feel the pull. It's not like a physical pull, so more. So, it's more so this feeling that Dark Void wants you to come home. It's not like it's going to physically pull you or anything, but mm. you can feel this pull a bit. Uh, you can sense this magic. One place it's coming from is actually the Omnis Tower. Another place, though, that is particularly strong... Uh, or, no. The magic in the tower, you can tell that it is particularly strong from the tower... As though there was residue magic emanating from the tower from when it was still running. Like, clearly there was something to do with Dark Void when this tower was running. Mm -hmm. The other thing you understand is that the other location that the magic seems to be coming from is a place on the north end of town you passed last, last time you were in Dahlia. It is called Fisk Manor. It's where the CEO of Fortitude Industries live, lives. You okay. can sense there's a really strong Dark Void magic coming from there as well. Which makes very little sense. It's way too strong for a residential location. No residential location after I have dark void magic that powerful. Um, <clears throat> you can also tell that the magic is extremely powerful, far beyond any normal facilities amount that might have access to dark void. There's a very good chance that there is a portal there. At at the Fist Manor, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to do a retro, a retroactive uh, history or investigation check for Lola. Oh, did you? What was it? Either history or investigation okay. from back when you were doing your two week break. I forgot to ask you about this. Oh, ha, ha! What? How math? Um, uh, eighteen plus seven. Um, Ooh, cool. So you. <clears throat> 
um, remember reading some very uh, relevant information about the Omnis Tower. Oh, yeah. You know the tower shut down a good 20-something years ago. Uh, it also seemed to somehow close off as though there was some mechanism, a safety mechanism, incorporated into the tower. Uh, it's magical and tech. So it protects the tower from any danger. Like, literally no one can get inside. And since it's shut down, no one has ever gotten inside. According to the general public, that is why Fortitude Industries fell short. If anyone has the ability to get into the tower, it's them, and they failed to get into the tower. Oh dear. Uh, when they had their mission to try to get in. <laughs> no one has gotten past their defenses. <laughs> are we all i assume we've all kind of gathered in the lobby maybe that is my question i don't know where everybody is right now yes you all gathered lie. in the lobby i Actually, would like to I relay that more, information <laughs> i do want one more roll for me i want a i want an uh uh his no i want a d20 roll from coco okay uh, <laughs> that's an 11 Thank you. And the last roll I need is Kai. I need a history check. Yes, I want to roll something. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, that's a six. Great. You guys can keep going. Okay. Do we have a continental breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> they do not. They're not big enough to have one. Dang it. Um, well then I guess, I guess we yeah. will probably all like meet somewhere in the lobby or maybe should we all meet up in someone's room? Would that be better? That'd probably be more private. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Whoever is the biggest probably. Prob? No, not us. That'd probably be Lola's room. I mean, there's three of us. <laughs> But I guess let's it, say so yes. the third one is let's, a lemur. Who planned for today? Let's let's just say yes, yes to move on. Okay. <laughs> totally just a lemur. Yes, it is definitely just a lemur. Uh huh. Oh, oh. Just a lemur. <laughs> definitely not some ethereal I'm lady. Just a lemur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a lemur. New session title. Head empty. <laughs> Honestly, though, just a lemur might be a good session title. <laughs> Well, uh, do we know where we're going? When I see Adira, I'm gonna scream and like run and like give her leg a hug. I'll uh, bend down and like offer my arm for her to climb up on my shoulder. I'll climb up and then I'm rummaging through my diaper and I pull out the little blur, the little bird plushie, and like hold it in front of her face. And... <laughs> yeah. It's it's like me. And I'm just gonna like grab her head and like touch foreheads and then shove the thing back in my diaper. I kind of like scratch behind her ear and I'm like, yeah, I missed you too. Lily and Lola, being the resident moms, give me insight checks. Yeah. I will warn you on a nat twenty, it will still not tell you that Coco is really a person. <laughs> what about a dirty twenty? Because I just got a dirty twenty. Oh, twenty-three. 
<laughs> so you both can definitely tell that something's up with Adira and Coco. Like, whatever has happened over the journey so far, their bond has only become closer and closer. And in this moment, it seems like there is, like, just a beautiful moment of true friendship and love between them. I'm just going to look very proud. Very and happy. Yeah, me too. There's a mom's... There's the mom <laughs> sense. Your mom senses, both of you, are going off hard. Look, mom, I have a friend, and it's a lemur. Aren't you proud? I'm so It's proud. like Adira finally knows what Coco really thinks about her. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, sh- <laughs> Do we know? You offer silence of not being sure how to go about your next moves. (laughs) So, how long do we have before the planar reset? That's we've got somewhere uh, from the research I've done. We've got somewhere between thirty-six and forty-eight hours to get in and get out. Mm, No, you don't. uh, That's not entirely accurate. You have (laughs) thirty-six hours to get in, but once you're in. Because the flow of magic is leaving Dark Void into Galia, you guys could ex- you guys could get out at any time. Like, I misunderstood you what you said with- earlier. Yeah, <laughs> you will be moving with the magic as you leave, not against the magic. So you will be perfectly safe. The I problem is moving like- against the magic, which is why you have to go in during the planar reset. Okay, I thought we had to, you know, like get in, get out, do like a speed mission, speed run of this. Speed it's like, run. No, it's just a know. speed. To, it's it's just speed to figure out how to get in and then get in. That's all. It's like Finding Nemo when they had to throw the pebble into the thing so they could get yeah. up in against it and then they could just <laughs> oh, move back out. Oh my god. Anyway, so we've got about... Welcome back to Campaign Crusades Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got about Mine? 36, 48 hours to get in and we, I, I believe we should be able to make it just fine. Well, there's a couple places we could look around. Um, Omnis Tower, of course, but uh, strangely, Fisk Manor as well. Well, not even Fortitude Industries can get into Omnis Tower, so I think our best bet might be that manor. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a sounds like a good plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. So you guys gonna start wandering towards the manor? Wandering. Yes. Yep. Very, very <laughs> wandering. <laughs> so you guys start heading in the general direction of the manor. As you're walking through the streets, I need perception checks from anyone who's interested. Ooh, I'm, I'm always interested. interested. Oh, I hit my dice tray. I rolled a nat too. I'm not even going to look. Wait, my perception's a negative two. I got a zero. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I Nola, got a... you go blind. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Poco got, got a 22. A I got a 10. Me too. 15. <clears throat> Anyone who got above a 10, a 10 or above, sees posters throughout the city for the circus called Ratchet Circus. You all know Ratchet Circus is in town. Just because Ratchet Circus is called Ratchet Circus doesn't mean it's Ratchet. Uh, You all see the posters for Ratchet Circus. Uh, (coughs) I was thinking Ratchet like the uh, 
tool or whatever, like steampunky. Um, you, uh, <clears throat> you all, um, who notice it, see this poster, Coco, there is some strange urge that you need to go to the circus. Uh, I need from Kai, Lily, Adira, Lola, no, Lola, you didn't see it. I got a Kai, zero. Kai, Lily, Adira, Kai, Lily, Adira, and Bo, I need, uh, history checks. No, just Bo and Kai. There's no reason Lily or Adira would have this info. Okay. Well, you see, that is a 22, my guy. Mm. 19. Both of you, great. So as you're walking towards the manor, there's this moment of realization uh, that you have as something triggers in your memory. You know that going to the manor will screw you over because this is the CEO's manor. It's going to have high security. It's going to have po powerful magical defenses. Like, getting into the manor on your own is pretty much going to doom y'all to either getting arrested or killed. That being said, you do suddenly have this memory tick in the back of your brain. You remember upon seeing this poster for the circus that you guys encountered the circus once before uh, in your travels. And upon doing some research involving the circus on a whim, you both discovered that there is a <clears throat> man who works for the circus, uh, who is now their escape artist, who is, uh, who's, rumor has it he once worked for uh, Fisk Manor directly. Uh, no one knows for sure, it's a rumor, but rumor has it he worked there directly, but he saw some things that made him quit to join the circus because the circus is the only place where he could, uh, it seemed could find people who, uh, supported him. If you can convince him to help you, you guys could possibly, he know, he, if this is true, he will know the manor very well. You guys could get in, into the portal if it's there very safely. Uh, hold on, yo. Kai? Yes? Yeah, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright, uh, change of plans, or just a, a quick, um, quick edit to them. There's someone at the circus that may be able to help us. Yeah. He, he worked for Fisk Manor. And without him, we, we probably won't have any luck getting in. Who knows if he'll help us, but... Might be useful to try. Well, if that's our best bet... All right, who wants to go to a circus? I'm jumping, pointing at the circus. Sign. Like I'm jumping <laughs> up and down. Like I've jumped off of Adira's shoulder, and I'm now just like bouncing on the ground, like screaming and pointing at the sign. All right. Well, let's go for it. So you guys begin <clears throat> making your way to the circus. Uh, um... You guys begin making your way to the circus. Uh, give me a second, sorry. As we're walking, can I 
like try to hold hands with Adira and like swing our arms back and forth. You can. <laughs> okay. I'll... Try. Yeah. I'm gonna I skip a little guys... bit also. Of course you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adira is is slowly becoming more comfortable with Lily again. So. Cool. So you guys head to the circus, and you eventually arrive at a small park where the circus is being hosted in uh, the East Quarter neighborhood of Dollywood. Um, you arrive at the front of the circus, uh, and you see a man who's clearly the ringmaster. is standing a tall, thin man with a bright red and black striped set of tails and a long top hat. is standing in front and goes, Come one, come all to the Ratchet Circus! Ah, welcome to the circus! Are you all interested in a great show today? As he looks directly at all of you. This place is terrifying. Yeah. This yeah, is like we... classic circus. You see all these acts wandering about, people walking into the circus, big tent, a big top. You hear the noises of people talking inside animals. You hear the sounds of an organ. We need, Are there uh... like pictures of like animals doing like crazy stunts or whatever say again are there like pictures of animals doing like crazy stunts and stuff like that outside to a or... degree you see like pictures of lions roaring uh stuff like that i'm gonna stare him dead in the eye and pull my pole out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he looks at yet. you and goes, Impressive! So, who would like to arrive at our circus today? It is only a short fee, 15 gold per adult, 10 child, uh, to enjoy our big top performance for you. I let it fall and hit him. <laughs> he very nonchalantly takes a step out of the way. Like, this guy works at a circus. Worth a shot. <laughs> and he looks at you dead in the eyes and goes, You drop to a pole. <laughs> and I start putting it away. <laughs> uh, during all of this, <clears throat> and he looks during at... all of this, Rin is gonna take his goggles and just kind of like put them on, and like he's gonna get really close to Lola because he is very, very uneasy with all of this. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> new environment for him. He's just like, if they can't see my eyes, I if I they can't see me, I can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you all doing? I'm gonna look at Bo and wait. Um, is this the guy? This isn't the guy. We gotta just find the guy. Right? I don't know. It's it's not him. He was a escape artist. Can we yeah. get uh, backstage? Are you talking to Bo or talking to the ringmaster? I'm talking to Bo. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, uh, sir, uh, are there any backstage passes? He goes, he goes, my good man, if you are interested in going backstage, we can offer you a, a little trip backstage after the show, but we must ask, as we are about to begin, that you let our performers do their acts first. You can watch if you would like. 15 per adult, 10 per child. Yeah. I sure. must warn you, in order to get backstage, you do have to attend the circus. It is one of our rules for the sake of no 
random stragglers. We make money. We make money a certain way. All right. Yeah, I, I'll pay for myself and Kai because I'm going short on funds. Can I toss one of my wallets at him, but like, there's no money in it. It's just rocks. <laughs> he picks it up and looks at it and goes, "Well, this would be very useful if there was some coin in it." But I believe you dropped this and hands it to you with a smile. He has like this handlebar mustache. It's just, I look like at it and smile and hand it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna take it and go. And who would this? Uh, who would this young child's mother be? That would be me. I'm gonna be paying for. These two there's right great, here, myself. Uh, there's a great moment of noticing that he said child, not monkey or lemur. And he hands you the wallet, uh, Lola. Thank you, appreciate it. I'm going to be paying for these two right here and myself. Lovely. Mom, I have You also, by the way, all see that outside the circus doors, these? there are the, a strong man and a strong woman kind of being bodyguards for payment. I can, I can handle it, and I'll pay for me and Adira. Awesome. So you all pay, and you are able to head into the circus. You arrive in this big top tent, and it seemed like all of the acts who are present are very heavily, like, preparing, like, avoiding the audience for the time being. It is a matinee performance. Uh, with your <clears throat> wandering around all day, because you are not renting auto bikes, it does take you until about midday to get to the circus. It's now a matinee performance. You sit down, uh, and the circus begins. The show itself is beautiful. You see beautiful acts, trapeze artists swinging across the tent, flying through the air over hoops of fire, pits of lions. The lions below roar in the ring. It's very clear they have a sense of pride. Like, they are happy to show off that they are beautiful lions and lionesses. Uh, <clears throat> it also doesn't seem like they have any, like, scarring or anything, like they've been abused or anything. Like, these lions seem to be treated well. And that is important. Uh... There is, um, there's, the lions are standing on their hind legs, paws in the airs. The main lion is clearly the king of the circus. There, there are clowns making their way through the crowd, pulling jokes, scaring some circus goers. One clown does come up to Ren oh, no. and hands uh, and offers a wrapped candy bar. I run over and slap him across the face. <laughs> <laughs> the clown takes a minute and just recoils for a second and then smiles and offers Coco the candy bar. I take it, and then I slap as him across the face again. It, <laughs> as soon as you take it, before you can even do a slap, there is a like mini explosion, a harmless puff of color, uh, where the candy bar is. And as it settles, he does then take out a real candy bar and gives you like a little caramel and chocolate candy bar. I bite his hand. On. <laughs> no, I bite <laughs> his hand. At that point, no, he like tosses it gently into your lap. So your his hand is way too far from you. I bite at him. <laughs> at that point, he's not paying attention to you anymore. You bite at him, but he's no longer paying attention. He's moving on to the next uh, family. Um, you, you all see like these bo a box comes in and is put in the center as the lions leave, and it is a large like wooden box covered in thick chains and locks, and it's dragged. It. There's a rumble, a bunch of rumbling about ten seconds, and then there's a click. The chains fall and a box falls apart. And reveals the escape artist. It is a thin, tall man with gray hair and a gray handlebar mustache. And he puts up these white gloved hands in a ta-da motion. And as he does so, his red sleeves slip a little. I need a perception check from anyone who is kind of like intently paying attention to not just the circus, but him specifically. 
I will, but Lily's also like hyper fixated on everything because she's straight up not having a good time. So when she gets like spooked, she'll either grab, she'll squeeze Adira's hand or sometimes grabs Bo's arm. Uh, that was a 21 perception for Adira. I got a 19. I got a that 9. Was a 17. I also got a 9. <laughs> hey. I gave Ren the candy bar. <laughs> Yeah, During the whole show, Bo just kind of has a blank face. Guys, <laughs> just... Adira and Lily. The two of you do see as the thing slips a little. There is clear scarring on his wrist. It's scars are interesting. Wait, wait. What did you guys get? Tell me again. Nineteen. And twenty-one. Adira? Actually, you didn't get the DC, Lily. Only Adira <laughs> sees it. You see scarring on his wrist. It looks like, it's faint, but it looks like there are scars in the shape of, like, hand marks. Almost like burned hand marks on his wrist. On both of his wrists. Oh. <clears throat> the circus goes on, and you see a woman singing on the other side of the tent. She has a beautiful operatic voice. She's singing songs of love, loss, hope, about the passion and the beauty of each being and member of the circus. Any and the show continues for some time, about an hour and a half, before coming to a beautiful climactic end, when all the acts finished together at the same time on stage. Uh, <clears throat> and there's like a beautiful tableau of performing arts as the fireworks seem to scatter behind them, but magically so that they don't hurt the tent. And then the lights fade and the performers leave the ring. And when they come back up, the members of the crowd begin to leave. <clears throat> for those of you who do not have any, for those of you whose characters might not have sensory challenges or anything, it was a pretty beautiful circus. Like, it was really well-performed. Everyone seemed passionate about what they were doing. Even the animals seemed, like, well-taken-care-of and proud to be showing off. You do see, like, a little, like, tent door that leads to the backstage area. And the strong people are standing there, uh, but so is the ringmaster. And the ringmaster did talk to you guys explicitly. I'm so, kind of hiding, like, in Lola. Like... My face is like pressed against her, like I'm scared. Protect me, mom. Give <laughs> her a little scratch on the ears, like it's all right. You'll be fine. I think Rin is has joined Coco in that pose of just like on, <laughs> on Lola. I think kind of like how Ren tried to comfort Adira on the steamliner. I'll approach and just kind of put my hand on 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 Ren's shoulder and rub his back and then step away he just like he's gonna I'm like sorry. nod but like into lola's shoulder like he, like acknowledging that <laughs> so what are you all up to what are you doing i'm just comforting Oops. my very stressed out children <laughs> that's where my focus is right now that's fair i'm gonna going? get up and probably motion for at least Adira to follow but also I would maybe let I would I would see Lola with her situation and be like I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of let her take care of this and I'll guess I'll just motion for Adira Bull and Kai specifically to follow me to the backstage entrance I'll definitely so you all head follow. to the backstage entrance. It takes a few minutes to navigate the leading crowd. The leading crowd's going the other way. It takes a few minutes. Uh, Coco and Ren, you're able to have those minutes uh, recovering from the sensory overload with your mother. 
eventually you guys are able to get up and follow. Um, but before you guys arrive there, <coughs> the other four of you <coughs> arrive at the tent door, the tent entrance. And uh, the uh, ringmaster looks at you and goes, Wonderful! How did you enjoy our show for you? And a completely straight face. Bo says, yeah, it was great. <laughs> well, thank you. We always appreciate a good compliment. It was so artistic. I, I'm a big fan of the arts. Why, thank you. Our performers are very passionate about what they do. Actually, one of our trapeze artists wanted to be a trapeze artist from age two. He'll tell you himself. I liked the trapeze artists. I wonder what it would be like to fly like that. <laughs> I'm sure it's a wonderful experience. I'm not talented enough to do it myself. Um, at that point, <clears throat> he goes, Right, I would love to let you backstage now, but we must wait for the crowd to disperse a bit so it's a little clearer. If you wait over here for like three minutes, I can let you in in a minute or, or in like that time. Sounds good. By the time the crowds start to clear and you guys are about to be let in, that's when the uh, other three of you, Lola, Coco, and Ren, are able to make it to the group. And he goes, wonderful, right this way! And he leads you backstage and then down a path through like some, a grass hill, a few trees, and you make it to a field full of like tents and caravans and uh, trailers. Uh, where's the uh, escape artist's trailer? He points in a direction towards a blue tent, and you see a little sign that says "Escape" out front. And he goes right that way. He's not expecting visitors, and he is a little uh, on edge usually. So just please be gentle. We'll do. Start heading that way. <clears throat> cool. You guys head in that general direction, and uh, eventually make it to a smaller blue tent with a sign out front saying "Escape." Are you all heading in? I was going to head in. I'm going to go in. Yeah. I'll go in. Yeah. Kai will wait outside. Uh, I think Ren's going to wait outside with Kai. I'll I'll wait outside too. Yeah. Cool. So Adira, Lily, Lola, and Bo head inside. Um, <clears throat> you all head in. Uh, and you see everywhere, it's like, this is a maze of objects. There's cages, crates, mirrors, manacles, other objects hanging from the walls and ceiling. I need you all to make uh, dexterity ah! saving throws. Ah! 17. 16. 17. Natural one. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, uh, no. 18. Bo? 23. So you all are walking through, and you're managing to, like, avoid getting caught up in anything. Lily, at one point, you don't see a chain on the ground, and you trip and went go right into a cage that closes behind you, and you hear a click for the lock. And as you all turn and are reacting and everything, and you all start to freak out, uh, you see an older man step out of, like, behind some crate and go, I am so sorry, I am so sorry, let me get that. And he plays with the lock and opens it for you to help you out, and goes... I don't usually have visitors, so I'm not usually making my cages visitor-proof. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. I'm clumsy. <laughs> who, who are you? I mean uh, no disrespect. I have no idea who you are. We're, we're some friends of uh, 
of of the tower, we can say. Right. Uh, well, it's nice to meet you. My name, uh, my name is Hugo Hugo Nilsson. Uh, you can call me Hugh or Hugo, your choice. I prefer Hugo, but people at the searches call me Hugh. Right, Hugo. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you worked for Fisk Manor at one point, yeah? There's a shadow, like, clouded look that goes over his eyes as you say that. And he looks at the ground, and <clears throat> he immediately seems to sit down in a chair behind him. And, like, the chair immediately clamps his wrist to the armrest. It's like <laughs> another escape trap. And he seems to start to, like, seamlessly escape the clamps without a second thought as he starts talking to you guys. And he, like, he's playing with the locks and unlatching them. And it's really impressive that he's doing this without paying attention. But he, he goes, yes, I, uh, I was in Fisk's employment. I, I saw things that I would never have dreamed of. Um, there was this, this room, uh, a mysterious chamber beneath the manor it was large and cold and what i saw it was, it was terrible and he pauses for a second as he starts to like breathe a little heavily and he escapes the traps and then he's just like rubbing his cheeks like slowly sounds like you went through something awful yes uh there was this experiment this it was dangerous it was I don't, I don't remember much about it. I just remember there was this being in an Omnimech, I think. We were trying to combine it with uh, a human or something, and it failed, and people got hurt. I got hurt. Two people died. I, I left. I never returned. I came here. The trauma still haunts me to this day. I, I, people don't believe me. They never believe me. The circus believes me. They trust me. They took me in. I, I, I've mostly forgotten about this event, but I tried to forget about it, but the name, the name of the, the name of the project still haunts me. It, it scars my mind. And he starts to breathe even more heavily. Sir, are you okay? Uh, yes, uh, I will be okay. It's, it's terrifying. This all is coming back to me. It's horrible. Why would you want to go into the manor? It's <clears throat> the name. The name is there in front of me. I can see it. And he's like looking into space. You guys look and there's just the ceiling of the tent. But he like seems to be able to see the name of this project. Not to be blunt, but we have to get in that manner. And anything you could do to help us would be greatly appreciated. Not, not only by us, but everyone else. But, but, but the project. The project. I can't. The project. Sorry. Sir, what, what are you, what are you talking about? We're just trying to get into a house. Yes, the Omnimech, the, the Omnimech, the, the disaster, the danger, people to hide the project. Sir. And he starts pointing you... at where the name is. Like, there's no name, but he's pointing at where he said it was, and he looked. Sir, um, <laughs> can you please um, uh, take a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth? I'm going to turn to Lily. He seems to be to struggling Lily. to do so. He's just fixed on the name. I'm going to turn to Lily. Uh, have I seen Lily use anything to calm uh, herself or Adira down? Uh, I don't think you have. Okay, never mind. I will reach forward and 
gently probably touch his hand that he's pointing with and try to cast calm emotions on him to try to get rid of frightened if he's frightened. <clears throat> he doesn't seem to be frightened or well he is a bit frightened. This is this is very blatantly and clearly PTSD. He is having a traumatic shock. So there is a bit of fight. He seems to calm a little bit and take deeper breaths. But he still looks uh, at the... Like, he doesn't seem like he's looking at the name anymore, but he's still looking at the spot where he claimed the name was. And he just looks there and goes, It's it's a terrible, dangerous place. You do not want to go there. It's... If you knew about the project the way I did, you would understand. What... What makes it so dangerous? <clears throat> just everything. This Omnimech, they thought they could play with life, and people died. People got hurt, and he pulls down a sleeve, and you see this burning hand mark on his skin. On, and he pulls the other one, and you see it again. Uh, Omnimex were never meant to be combined with human. Who who did these tests? Was it? Uh, it was her. It Elsa? was Fisk. It was it was the CEO. She had a an organization, a secret department. I was part of it. It was it went by a private name, so no one would know what it was. It was dangerous. It was terrifying. Would you reveal that name for us? Yes, I, I, I can. Uh, and he closes his eyes, takes a deep breath, and goes, he called it the Androva Project. The Androva Project? I need perception checks from Lily, Adira, and Bo. Ooh, 21. Well, it was about to be a 19, but it bounced to a 1. Roll to a 1, a you said? Yep. I, I got a 10. Lily and Adira. You guys see Lily, Lola's body go stiff, and her eyes turn gray. Bo, you don't notice this, but you hear the next thing to come out of Lola's mouth. Morgan, I turn the floor to you. Oh, God. Not another oh, hello. <laughs> hello, I am. <laughs> hello, Just I am. The whole thing <laughs> yeah, please, please. Hello, I am Omnimech V seven zero seven or Indrova. I am the first in a brand new line of mechs designed to blend perfectly into everyday life, complete with skin and facial movement realism. What is my purpose? The Indrova mech is designed like. No Omni product you have ever seen before. We are not merely caretaker, factory, or service bots, built, but built to be fully functioning life partners, from companionship to romance, even for things we can't mention publicly. <coughs> Whatever it is you're seeking from the Androva mech, we can provide this service for you. At any local Omni mech shop, you can find your very own Androva mech and begin a life the way you want it, never alone again, and trust me. It's almost as good as the real thing. I would know. I'm an Androva mech myself. And with that, you see her eyes snap back to green, and Lola seems to like come to. Lola, you don't you don't remember anything since whoever it was. It might have been you. I don't remember myself as a DM. Whoever <laughs> asked what the name was, that's the last thing you remember. Uh, I push towards. Are you going to answer his question, you... sir? You look at this guy, and he is sitting back in the chair in horror. 
His mouth is agape. He is shaking. This guy's eyes are wide open. He has tears streaming down his face as he is just staring at you like you are, as you like you are hell incarnate. As like, sir, are you are you? Okay? His eyes are. His face is red. He is shaking. Yeah. He looks traumatized to no end. Well, can you I step push. Back? What happened? I push towards the guy and grab his collar and just say, "What? What the hell is this thing?" He doesn't speak. He is just shaking. He is scared out of his wits. Leave him alone. Yeah, Bo, he doesn't know anything. The Omnimac was not supposed to do this kind of thing. This is not its purpose. And I kind of just... I'll take a step back. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm a little bit lost here. What just happened? Oh my god. Um... Why are we just... Why are you guys staring at me? Remember... Uh... Something weird happened. A lot of weird things have been happening lately, yeah. You don't remember um, what just happened? I remember we came in here. Um, Bo asked this gentleman a question... And then he started to, well, act like this. And Do you we talked before that you don't have a whole lot of memory before the junkyard. Right. With that, the man, you all see the man raise a shaking hand with a finger pointed right at Lola. He looks at you and points wide eyes. He's still shaking. He's still crying. And he goes, it's you. You're you're her. You're Androva. This time it doesn't trigger because it's the whole thing that triggers. But you hear the name Androva and this guy's pointing at you. What what is the exact trigger that makes her say that line? I don't know. Did you catch it? Oh, what did you say? So didn't say anything. I'm just not repeating it as the DM. Sir, why, why are you pointing at me like that? You're, you're the mech. You're Androva. You're the one we tried to give life. You, you killed about? two people. You gave me these! And he holds up his wrists, and you see uh, the burn marks of two hands. That's ridiculous. Lola, that, that you realize hand. these hand burn marks are your sized hands. <clears throat> I need you to give me a wisdom save. Oh dear. Wish me luck, guys. I got a negative two to my wisdom. Oh no. But I rolled a 19, oh. so it's a 17. Oh. You have a moment where you think about the hospital and you think about taking care of Coco. But this time there's a memory. You feel like you remember this little opening appearing in your palm. No, in your fingertip. And rubbing an ointment on Coco, you flash back further to when you were at the uh, when you were at the farm road, and you have this sudden memory of helping uh, Ren. And this time, the same ointment appears. And this time, when you see the lightning come out of your hands, you feel like it coming from something interior, stretching in through your arm and your finger opening to reveal a little like point, and the lightning stretching out of that and then closing up again. 
I don't I don't understand. I think we should continue this conversation outside and leave this poor man alone. No, I think we should get answers I from him. What? Lola, I think there's a lot. Listen, honey, I, I know you have a lot to we... say right now, but you're a 13-year-old girl. Please, just let us have a conversation. Sir, Ooh. What? what did you just say to me? I'm not talking to you right now. Sir. Shit. What do you mean I gave these? He's still I don't shaking have any memory pointing of at you. He's still pointing at you and shaking. I don't have memory Lola, of Lola, if you would you just listen scars. to me. Lola. He puts his hands down, but he's like, still, like, he's grasping the armrest. He's shaking. He's crying. He is clearly in shock, trauma. It looks like nobody in the party is equipped to handle when a person is dealing with trauma. That's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That's, um, what's it called? Uh, we're seeing the, um, true colors of our party here. Yeah. Meanwhile, can I, can I go towards the man Kyra and outside. attempt to, from what I've experienced with my own panic attacks, can I make, like, a medicine check or an insight check sure. to try to help him through this? You can make a medicine check. <laughs> in the meantime, the medicine, can, but can I call? Can I call in Kai? Oh, it's only a ten. <laughs> the man promptly in the chair passes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! What in the hell did you? And I'm gonna go over and try to wake him up. <laughs> Lola, leave no, him alone. No, no. No, I have a plus up. ten to medicine. Uh, I call for Kai to come in. But are you waking him up by shaking him or medically? Because we were all under the impression you're shaking what? the hell out of him. Shaking him, jeez, how barbaric! <laughs> Make your medicine check, then. Just Make your medicine the check. Twenty three. You definitely take care of his position and his injuries and stuff like like from from hitting his head on the chair when he passed out, but he still doesn't wake up. Um. From, I guess, outside, I guess I hear, I probably hear Bo calling for me. I'll just give um, Ren a little elbow and be like, whoops, that's my cue. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll run in. <laughs> oh no, Ren and Coco didn't see this You see this guy passed out and everyone surrounding him. And like, people are confused. Lola looks confused. Adira seems to be almost glancing at Lola with apprehension. It is a mess. What? Lola, What's this going on? back away. What? Why is why is he like passed out? Lola, can you wait outside with Kai? And I kind of give a I give a look to Kai, like, "Hey, I need you to get her out of here." I follow okay. Kai in, and I think when I see all this stuff, my eyes just like light up like treasures, <laughs> and I want to start Ow. looting the place. Oh, Make a no. dexterity saving throw. Red absolutely did not follow. Dexterity saving throw. <laughs> yes, there are multiple traps. So Rin's just vibing outside, like <laughs> yeah, they. That's a twenty-one. What is it? Twenty-one. So you avoid the cage, no problem. You avoid the crates, no problem. You manage to get around the manacles, but you stumble into a set of like chains designed for uh, just escape through and traps, and you get caught. Coco, your leg gets caught right in the chain and you get stuck. Oh no. 
I start punching it. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. It's a metal chain. You hurt your hand. <laughs> um, you hear that, Lola. Oh, no. Well, you know what happens next. I'm going to well, reach no, into my not, diaper. It's not, a, uh, it's not an injury trick. Oh, okay. You just hear Coco uh, struggling. Okay, so uh, my face goes from visibly angry, clearly the first time you have ever seen Lola actually angry at something, to slightly concerned, but without the eye color change. And I turn and walk in the direction of wherever Coco is to try to find her. You find Coco right away. Coco's okay. just caught in a chain. Okay. I'm going to try to help. See, I had set up specifically separate traps for Coco because Coco is much smaller than the rest of you. <laughs> I'm gonna try because um, Coco is smaller, his DCs were also harder because there were more things he could get caught up in. Maneuver As she's to get walking Coco over, out of it. I, I reached into my diaper and I pull out this little stick and start hitting it. You know what I pulled <laughs> out, Alec. You get Coco out of it almost right away. Okay. Did did I set anything off by hitting my, my little stick on anything? Um, I'm going to have to look at your character sheet. It's at the very, very bottom. <laughs> I know it is. Ren is just outside yeah. vibing. You... <laughs> unaware. You see a... You just see slamming with this stick on the chain before you can get to Coco, uh, Lola. Oh, no. And she slams down with the tip of the stick, and there's just a boom, and a puff of smoke covers the entire tent. Some of it escapes out the front, and you also hear this boom, Ren. Oh, hello? You all are surrounded <laughs> in smoke. Uh, Kai's just gonna run out, like, coughing. <laughs> Should we get... Hugo out of here with all the smoke. I do we need him for more information? I don't want to cause any more problems for him. Uh well he was our best shot at getting him, but if he's not gonna be useful. Sounds like he doesn't want anyone going into the manor ever again. I hit my wand on the ground again. Oh, no. <sighs> There's, this time, there's a huge boom, and all the smoke just ignites in flame. I need uh, oh, no. deck saves from everyone who's not Ren and Kai. <laughs> what? Oh, 14. <clears throat> this is what happens when you trust the monkey. Uh, this I trust the monkey. Trust with the monkey. I got uh, a 17. That's a 22. Five. Mom! <laughs> what did Lola get? 14. Okay, so uh, everyone takes eight points of uh, fire damage, except for Lily and Lola, who take 16 points of oh, fire damage. Mother. <laughs> Wait. The smoking ignites. On the bright side, the uh, fire seems to eat up all the smoke, and it, the tent clears. I want you guys to know if I had been in there and failed <laughs> that deck save, that would have been system shock for me. Six, 16 points would have been system oh, shock. No. <laughs> oh, same for me, too. I'm going to kind of realize what I did and put my wand back into my diaper. <laughs> Does it seem like this guy is uh, out for, for a good while? Was he hurt by the <laughs> fire? Fine. 
but he, he seems, seems okay. unconscious. He seems fine, but he's unconscious. Kai <laughs> is going to pop his head back into the tent and just say, Everybody get out! <laughs> Stop, I'm you guys are causing way too much trouble. Get out of the tent! I'm going to run out coughing with Badira. Um, is is everybody like okay? Like, <laughs> but get out! <laughs> This whole time outside, Ren has just been cataloging all of his, like, garbage that he keeps in his bag. Like, he's just, like, putting it into piles. It's all nice and organized. Like, he has a collection of rocks over here, and they're all lined up by size. He's just having a grand old time. I love him. (laughs) So as everyone comes pouring out. No, not my things. (laughs) You all exit the tent. I'm gonna give you, yeah. You all like you all wind up kicking something earlier no. that Ren has put out. Ren, everything no. is scattered across the lawn. <laughs> oh uh, no! He, as for the rest of you, you make it up the tent. It takes you a good minute and a half to catch your breath from all the smoke and the fire. Like you guys, if you don't have asthma, you're all you're all you know, either way having asthma attacks. Resident asthma person here, so I know what that's like in real life. Uh, <clears throat> you guys are having like minor asthma attacks. You guys are wheezing, coughing, sputtering. It takes you a few minutes to catch your breath. That time clears, and the guy seems to come out of the tent, awake and conscious. And he takes a few deep breaths, steps forward and looks up and looks directly at Bo, and says, you seem to have a reason. And then he looks at uh, Lola and goes, if you're the mech, if you are in Drova, you are not what I saw in the chamber. And then he looks back at Bo and goes, if you want to turn this tower back on, I understand that. I do not want to see more suffering. I do not want to see more people get hurt. This is all a torture for every one of us. I don't want people to experience what I experience on a daily basis. I can get you into the lab safely. I can get you to the Androva uh, lab, if you desire to go there. That's, that would be great. Uh, sorry about that back there, but uh, it's getting, that tower is getting worse and we're running out of options. I do have one condition. Please do not make me go in the room itself. I can get That's you to fine. the door the room. The rest is up to you. Perfectly all right. All right. Meet me uh, two hours before dawn uh, at the southeastern end of the of the manor walls. I will take you in from there. Uh, there's a back way I know about that not many do. See you then. Uh, and he nods and turns and goes back into his tent. Can I run after him before he goes in and just say, uh? I just wanted to say um, He jumps and I kind of, when you say that Oh, sorry And turns around and faces you, but he's shaking again I'm sorry I just wanted to say we all have our own scars And I like pull my hair back so he can see the Were-Raven attack scar that goes <clears throat> across my face He nods and goes uh, He nods and goes My sister's husband was cursed at a young age Were-Spider he seems to know exactly what you were referring to with the scar. I've never known anyone else to be cursed. Yes, my, uh, my 
brother-in-law. Thank you for helping us, and then I'll walk away. <laughs> he goes back into the tent. Uh, so does anyone else want to tell Lola what we learned in there? Because apparently she doesn't want to hear it from me. Could oh. someone also please like <laughs> explain it to me as well? <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> Lola is like not paying attention. She's just kind of staring off. Uh, I'm staring off in the distance with a very vacant look on my face. Uh, during all of that, Ren was running around trying to get all of his things back into his bag, and now he's just shoving them in his bag. You get them all in your and bag. Like, Don't Excuse worry. Excuse me, Mr. Kai, you're stand you're standing on my paper. <laughs> just like, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I step off. Seven. Step off. <laughs> I'm rolling around on the ground, playing with my little raven plushie. Uh, I need uh, I need a perception check from <laughs> Lily, Adira, Ren, Bo, and Kai. Lola's busy staring off. Yeah. Ooh, baby, that's a nineteen. Madison, eight. Five. Seventeen. Wow, oh, you have to roll with disadvantage because you're busy with that's, your paper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Those are some good rolls. Ooh. <laughs> Ren and Dadira, you spot something glimmering on the huh? raven plushie that Coco's rolling around with. You have seen this before. You've seen it on uh, Lily and Adira. You've seen it on Bo. It is a sapphire shard amulet. Um, on this little raven plushie. I'm going to go over to Coco. Coco, you can't steal from our friends. That's Miss Lily's <coughs> necklace. And I shove it back into my diaper before she can take. Or before I was, take I it. was under the wait. I was under the impression that Sapphire gave me the sapphire shard. Is that incorrect? No, <laughs> Sapphire still the, had it. Yeah, it is on the uh, <laughs> sapphire. Put it on the uh, the plushie. Okay, can I before Coco shoves it back in in her diaper? Can I, wait, 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 wait. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I see it? Can I see me? Coco? I have mine right here. I quickly run like straight forward, like away from Ren. God damn it! Um, uh, Ren, about to pull I out need to some tell you magic. I... Ren, yes. Listen, yeah. I can't tell you everything but that sapphire shard doesn't belong to my mom really um it be you're not yeah, a part of this con lily's holding it up and bo you can feel yours wait so is everyone hearing me say this i just want to say <laughs> this to ren but lily and bo you can feel your amulets so you know that's not yours ren yeah that amulets that was not my mom's. It's not Bo's. I need it. This so... is the first Ren's hearing about Bo's. <laughs> by the way. Wait, there's another. There's another one. Oh shit! Yeah, but you can't tell anyone. Okay, okay? I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> okay, this is a secret between us. All right. So Lily has one. Bo has one. Okay. I need that third one that Coco has. So if she ever pulls it out again, you gotta help me get it. Okay. Okay. 
Ren's so excited because he's like, oh my god, best friends share secrets and now I have a best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Back off, she's my best friend, bro. No. (laughs) So what are you guys doing? Um... The I'm raven's away, Lily and now I'm and hugging Adira my jug. Are Lily, Adira, and Bo catching uh, Kai up on what's going on with... Uh, or is whoever catching Kai up on what's going on with Lola? Yeah, Kai's just, like, Lola up? crossing his arms, stopping his foot, like, waiting <laughs> for an explanation. And Lola is still Don't just... me. Not even there. I'm only 13 years old, apparently. Yeah, Lola's uh, still I'll... staring off in the, at the skyline. I'll snap in front of Lola's face to try to get her back to the mortal plane, but um, <laughs> that that does she come to? Uh, do I need to? Or make is she a just roll or something? No, it's up to you if that triggers you or not into uh being yeah turned uh, to. Oh, uh, yeah. What what what's up? What's happening? All right. Um. So, uh, Kai. Right here we have um. A creation that was off the books. Lola is uh, and not even an Omnimec anymore. It's uh, kind of a hybrid, um, part human, part Omnimec. Was uh, off? Yeah, completely off the books. Well. Um, interesting. <laughs> um. Well, this is a lot to process, but it also checks out with the memories you just had flood back to you. Uh, that man's gonna help us get in the in the manor, and we'll see what happens from there. Okay. Are you doing okay? I wasn't expecting anyone to ask that question. That's a lot of um, information to swallow. Uh, if Ren is back with the adults at this point, he's just going to go over and hug Lola. He's like, now it's my turn to do the comforting. <laughs> Not me. I'm- I'm saying it all with a straight face, too. There's no, like, sympathy or anything. It's just frustration. <laughs> I'm the opposite. All, all the sympathy. <laughs> well, I guess mean, we'll be at the manor two hours before dusk. Dawn. Dawn, you mean. Dawn, same thing. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> um, Kai's gonna pat Lola on the back and say, um, "That's not the weirdest thing I've heard." Um, Omnimec, part Omnimec, human. You're still obviously an amazing mom. So, <laughs> you, why is Kai that, just that doesn't me change in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking at Lola with, like, just concern. 
If you're oh, looking so directly point, at me, you can back. probably see that Lola's holding her right wrist. I want um, perception checks from anyone who's looking directly at Lola. I don't know if Ooh. I would notice Oh, that's a natural 20! Uh. I got a 17. I'm so proud. I also got a 17. <laughs> Twins! I know, Whoa. right? It's like we're so like raise your hand if you got a 17 or higher. Oh, y'all just made the DC. <clears throat> you guys see Lola holding a wrist, and you guys get a glimpse of the tattoo on the inside that you've known to say Lola. <clears throat> Lola's tattoo. <clears throat> but from the angle at which you are looking at it, which is this way. It does not say Lola. It says V707. Upside down, it says Lola. Uh. <laughs> um, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, yeah, your wrist even says the code he said, V707. Um, this doesn't make any sense. Seems like a lot. Do so you want to get some lunch or? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I could go for some food. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry, too. Cut to us eating shawarma. Well, <laughs> I think that would probably be a good idea to cool off. I'm still here. Oh. <laughs> would that make you feel any better? Was that directed at me? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, um, like, squeeze Lola and say, food always makes me feel better. <laughs> you see Lola smile for the first time since all of this happened uh, at Ren's comment. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not particularly hungry right now, but let's let's go get you some food. Ren still has no idea what's happening, y'all. <laughs> so you guys head off to lunch. Have a nice lunch. I'm going to say that you guys spend the rest of the day just trying to decompress from everything that's happened. There's a lot of Reconcile everything. <laughs> yes, you guys go to bed that night and you wake up. Uh, <clears throat> you wake up and... Uh, an hour before you're supposed to meet the guy. And you all head over to the southeastern corner of Fisk Manor. He meets you there. He's wearing all black. Uh, he has... Like, a everything is... Set, uh, he's got, like, a bunch of tools. He hands uh, some tools to Bo, hands some to Lola, hands some to Lily, hands some to Kai, and goes, All right. We're going to go in this way. I promise I can get you there safely. Once you hit the room, I'm going to do our 
on your own. And he turns and does this, this motion. And you guys begin your journey into Fisk Manor. And that is where we are ending this episode of The Race for Ripley. Ah. Oh, that was a lot to unpack. That was a lot of information to unpack. We will let you go unpack it, and we will see you next week with episode 7. Thanks for watching the episode. If you enjoyed what you saw, feel free to hit that like button and subscribe to our channel for more videos like this one. And if you want to stay up to date with Campaign Crusades, head over to our Instagram, our TikTok, and other platforms using the links in the description below. Now, we'll see you in the next one.